Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com INTB and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com INTB. Honestly, they're not that bad. Welcome to an episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Yep, I'm still here. So you know how we're talking about being on YouTube for so long. You like so many things. Sometimes certain channels or people can fall by the wayside and you just kind of forget them. And because YouTube knows you so well, right? They yeah. they have to curate everything that you see. So even though you're subscribed to them and you have like their shit, you know, like, hey, check it out. They're like, no, but you saw you you know how you saw this one boat video, right? You wanna you wanna see how a how a million dollar catamaran looks? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, here's fifty videos about that. Yeah. And it's like, um, no, I was just curious for that one. No, you wanna see all the boat videos. It's like motherfucker. No, but um yeah, I just I started going like we talked about this before, right? Where we were talking about how sometimes we go to our subscriptions and just like scroll through there and be like, oh yeah. Well, I did that with Dark Five and then I like basically caught up. <laughs> also, I tend to like a bunch of random shit. And I'm like, why did I like this? And then I'll watch the videos. And I'll be like, I don't know why I like this. And it's like one video that touched on one subject that I was interested in. Yeah. It's like subscribed. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, the, I I did that back in like the early days because I thought like those channels would keep talking about interesting things that I, that I liked. But it turns out, no. I went through. Oh, I haven't done that in a while. I haven't gone through and like, plant, like cleaned it out. Last time I did, I got rid of, like, that Chris Stuckman guy because it's, like, at first it was, like, oh, you're actually honestly, like, reviewing these. And now it's just, like, oh, you just hate movies because now you've seen so many movies. So now you're, like, oh, I have to review this movie because I hate it. Automatically I hate it. So I get, oh, oh, it's from Robert De Niro. Oh, and a new movie from Marjorie Scorsese. Oh, my God, A+. plus. But you didn't even watch it. It's not oh. out yet. Oh, God. I just can't. Oh, uh, what? Uh, yeah, I haven't. So far, I haven't really purged it. I was just kind of going through it. But, yeah, it, it was making me second guess. Like, why the fuck did I like this? Wait, how come? What? How come I like this? And, like, one of them was, like, a gun channel. And it's, like, I, I, I mean, like, like, yeah, like, some gun channels can be, like, fun. But I was, like... Oh, wait, who's this guy? And I was watching. I was like, "Why the fuck did I follow this guy?" What happened to that old guy? Hitchcock, Hitchcock, forty-five here. Hell yeah, I still follow him. I was still doing his song. He's still doing that. I thought he yeah. died. He's never gonna die, Dom. He's never gonna die. Just like our gun rights. Oh, okay. Never gonna die. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting. Just kind of going through. And saying like, oh, okay, yeah, I see like a, I like this. Some of them too were 
like, yeah, I get why I like this page, but it's not very like entertaining to me. If that makes sense. No, yeah, it makes that makes sense. Yeah, where it's like I get it. I probably at one point they were talking about something I really really liked in this thing, like oh this guitar YouTuber guy. Yeah, that's why I don't was probably like into a certain brand or style of guitars I was into at the time. It really takes like a few videos of theirs for me to actually like subscribe. Even people that I watch, I like. Like their videos will come up as recommended, like first thing when they upload. But like, I'm, I'm still not subscribed to them because it's like, oh well, yeah, it takes a while for me to like. I guess I could just yeah. <laughs> and then there's there's also that whole thing where it's like, they're so popular, their videos so popular that they come up all the time anyway. Yeah. So I forget to subscribe yeah. all the time. It's like the the try guys are gonna come up anyways. Yeah. Or um, that Jerry rig everything, like his shit would come up and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. And I forget to subscribe. And then I don't see his stuff pop up after like a couple of weeks or whatever. And then it pops up again. And then I'm like, wait, I wonder how much videos you upload. Then I'll go back and watch all the old videos and then like, okay, cool. And then it, and then it disappears again. And I could fix that just by liking his channel. <laughs> I could do that right now, but I'm like, ah, I'll get to it. But I never do. That reminds me, there's, there's this one channel. Like, I watch, um, Brutal Moose, like he he like he reviews different things. Like he does like food, and then he'll do like um movies, and then he'll do like hey, I went to this thrift store and I bought all these like VHS that have no names on them. <laughs> let's let's look at them and see what they are. But like like his videos will come up all the time, and it's like oh, I don't need to subscribe because it's gonna come up, and I'll, I'll rewatch anything that he did because they're they're always pretty funny. I'm bad at that. That's that's probably the worst I'm at. Because for some reason, yeah, I'll just follow, like, some random fucking channel for some random fucking thing. Yeah. But then the channels that I actually do like watching, I won't follow. And it's not because I don't want to or trying to be a rebel. I just tend to forget because I'm like, well, they're always there. Yeah. I forgot what channel it was. I did that recently where I followed. I'm like, how the fuck was I not following? And but I'm pretty sure it's like it's been a couple of years since I've been watching their shit. You know, I mean that's just that's just what us millennials do, Dom. We you know we support without supporting. That's true. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's just interesting, you know, thinking about it. And we talked about it before how YouTube has become like such a a thing like it's not even it's not really like an app or a website anymore it's like youtube even the way i see like uh an instagram or twitter yeah you know that social media does this or whatever but like youtube is just it's youtube but whatever interesting nonetheless at least in my eyes yeah if you haven't gone deep diving on your youtube for a while check it out or maybe that's just what us old people do. This is the fucking news. All right. So recently, the Avatar The Last Airbender creators, Michael DiMartino and Brian Kinetsko, they um, have decided to separate from the uh, Netflix, the live action series that they're going to make due to um, 
Well, I, it's kind of like a, like not really like creative differences. It's just that they were promised at the beginning, like, hey, you, we would take your guys' input. Like, we want you guys involved. And more recently, they were saying, like, everything that they would bring up to them and say, like, hey, we, what if we did this? What if we did that? It was kind of like, it, like, oh, ha, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good, and ignored. Which kind of like is upsetting because we know the last time they weren't involved, what happened when you, you let someone like uh, M. Night Shyamalan come along and it's like, God damn you, M. Night Shyamalan. Um, which, yeah, it, it kind of sucks. Um, I'm still probably going to watch it because I want to see what they do because they, they did say that there are going to be like some differences between the live action and the, the, the cartoon. But it does still suck because it's like, man, that's like if you George Lucas like left a project. Oh wait, oh we ended up getting something pretty good from that. So I don't know. So sometimes it could be good, sometimes it could be bad. I mean, we re- yeah, I think we already knew there was gonna be some changes, but hearing that they weren't gonna be dramatic changes, there was little changes like. Oh, this journey might take a little bit longer, or oh, we're gonna add like this character to yeah. this part so we can flesh out this. Or I think they said they want to focus on like some outside characters or whatever. So it sounds like they just wanted to literally expand, yeah, on what they like did. The story, yeah, without having to completely change it. So hopefully that's exactly what they're doing. It could just be, yeah. They were like, "Oh, then we could do this, this, and this," and, they're, and Netflix like, "No, we're we're doing this, and we know what you're saying, but this is how it's gonna, this is how it's gonna be." Yeah. And they're like, "That's not what you promised us." Yeah. And I'm not saying it's like their fault; they're getting too greedy. But Netflix could just be like, "Hey, we just kind of wanted to have you on, like, hey, like, see, look at this is how we're doing it. We're doing cool, right? Like, what do you think about it?" And maybe they saw more of like, no, we should have more creative control on actually telling you what to do. And and because it is still, I mean, well, I guess now it is, it's a studio. And, you know, even though they are the creators, they're, they're probably heading, I mean, without, without sound, sounding super dramatic, they were probably butting heads of like, no, I don't think we should do that. This is how we should be done. And they're like, no, this is how we're doing it. But we just want to show you like, hey, we're doing this and see, this is still going to lead to this. And they're like, oh, no. I, well, if we're going to change it, this is not what I would do. It could be it could just be something as easy as that. Yeah. Because they did say that even though they were leaving, that there was still a bunch of great people working yeah. on it. So they know that there's still going to be something good. out. And of that's it. where I'm like, OK, well, at least see, that's where at least I'm like optimistic where it's like. Anytime someone leaves and then, like, if there was, like, something kind of, like, more, like, oh, like, they kicked me out because of this. But then, like, when there's other times where there's people, like, well, I left, but, like, hey, this person's taking over. So, it's, like, it's going to be in good hands. I think, yeah, I think that's the case. So, I'm pretty, I, I mean, it's hard to say because net, we know Netflix could give it their all and it could be great or... Yeah. They just try, and it could just be half-assed. So. Well, I mean, like my sister brought up, look at all the other um, animes that they adapted and how they turned out. Yeah. I'm optimistic, of course, but 
I'm still excited, if that makes sense. AMC is reopening its theaters next week with 15-cent tickets. Um, so AMC is finally reopening its theaters, and guess we'll need to spend just 15 cents to get in. Uh, the world's largest movie theater chain will reopen more than 100 more than 100 U.S. theaters on August 20th. The company said on Thursday, um, the movies in 2020 at 1920 prices, that's what they're offering um, on opening day. But I think it's it's like limited. They had closed all of their theaters. And then so AMC has said that they expect to open two thirds of its more than 600 US theater locations by the time that um, Tenant hits theaters in September. And um, AMC's other US theaters will only will open only after authorized to do so by state and local officials. So I guess it just depends on what state you're living in for which theaters will open. I just, I hope they do it like as smart as possible. And, you know, like they do, like they take every precaution yeah. and, and then watch. It's just going to be, well, oh, like that school in Georgia. <laughs> it was all like <laughs> fucking packed full of kids. Fucking idiots. Yeah. I, I mean, Am I going to go? Probably not. Is it tempting? Uh, you betcha. It's, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, I enjoy going to the cinema so much. And even fairly recently, I've been enjoying going by myself. Because as much as I do like going with people and stuff like that, there's just something about being able to just sit Especially here in Arizona, where apparently we're lucky, but sit in like a really nice, comfortable reclining seat, and ha- and when you go certain times a day, you know there's almost no one in there if you're lucky, and you just get to experience the whole movie. Like it's just, I don't know, it's it's such an experience, and yeah, I miss it, but. <sighs> I don't know if we're ready. And yeah, I mean, like I'm someone who I honestly think that we fucked up so hard in the beginning of this whole thing and we never try to fix it. We try to half-ass it saying like, oh, well, maybe let's not do this or this. But then you have people like Florida who... That uh, that sheriff's like, I'm going to make it a fucking law where none of my officers are going to wear a mask. And if they do, I'm going to shoot them. I mean, I'm going to talk to them. And it's like, I get maybe not making it mandatory because you're a dumbass. But when you say that you're going to punish the people for wearing a mask, your fucking officers, the one that people... I don't know, might have a problem with already in this country. It's so fucking stupid. And then when you hear like what other countries are doing and it's like New Zealand, what got a couple of cases again. So they're like another shutdown. And it's like, but, but we're doing so good. And they're like, does it fucking matter? Shut down. And it it just makes me feel like, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to have anything good for a while. And, and it sucks. Like, it really does suck. And I'm I'm going to tell you right now, like, there's going to be a part of me when 
the shit's going down and I'm going to be chilling at home and I'm going to be like, I'm not doing anything. Oh, there's a couple of seats free. I mean, no one's there. I mean, I could just go. Mm. I, I don't think I'm going to be that weak. Totally. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it sounds cool. It does. But right now where we're seeing certain places, uh, numbers going up because they're like, hey, our school district opened and we fucked up. My bad. Or, hey, yeah, we opened this thing up and now we're fucked up. And you know what's the funniest part about all this? Is that people are like, see, I told you guys, conspiracy theory. I said, as soon as they open up this, there's going to be like a bunch of cases and that's conspiracy. And it's like, or it's because we opened up a bunch of those places. No, it's conspiracies. Okay. You're the sheep. No, but yeah, honestly, <laughs> it just, uh, we're surrounded by fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. And 15 cents sounds good. If it wasn't yeah, nineteen twenty, nineteen twenty is prices. But yeah, I hope I don't go. So Netflix is finally going to give this cryptid its due with one of the greatest directors of all time, Alfonso Cuarón. Oh, okay, wait, I, I'm sorry, I remember I said that Jonas Cuarón. Uh so. Jonas Karan, who is Afonso Karan's brother, he is going to make a film based on the Chupacabra. Like, you know how, like, Sa- Sasquatch has its Harry and the Henderson, and Loch Ness Monster has its The Water Horse, Legend of the Deep. He's he's going to give us that version of the Chupacabra, which we've been waiting for for years. Is it the South American version or the American version? It's going, okay. So according to Deadline, the Gravity Coast screenwriter, Jonas Caron, will write and direct an as-yet-untitled feature for Netflix about the legendary livestock sipping monster based off a script by Marcus Reinhardt, Sean Kennedy Moore, and Joe Bernthum, Bernthum, Bernathum, whatever. The Chupacabra first entered, well, whatever, in the whatever about the Puerto Rican one. Um, I think, okay, so right here. So the movie follows a teenager named Alex who, while visiting his family in Mexico, so it's going to be the Mexican one, not the, not the, the, I always think of the, the, the one in Puerto Rico as the true Chupacabra. And the yeah, one like the, with the wings and, and the, the spikes of, and yeah. the, the one that looked like the kangaroo. And, you know, it's probably, it's probably a government experiment. Sure. But then the one I think of in, in Mexico and like the Southwest, that's just like a, like a like devil a, dog. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So, um, gains an, un, he gains. So who, while visiting his family in Mexico, gains an unlikely companion when he discovers a young chupacabra hiding in his grandpa's shed. So E.T. in order to save the mythical creature, Alex and his cousins, must embark on an adventure of a lifetime. There must be a lot of cousins up there from Mexico. I mean, I guess it's not what I was thinking about, but could be a nice family movie to watch. Could be like a like a Harry and the Hendersons, right? Yeah, it could be like that. Which I mean, yeah, I I'm always down for shit like that. Uh, that's what me and my nephew like watching. Like, uh, what was that? Um, 
some troll movie on Netflix, but like making, you know, kind of the creepy and scary, more family friendly. Yeah. You know, like a, yeah, like a Henry and the Hendersons. Oh, fun. Yeah. This. Oh, fun. Yeah. Or like a H.P. Lovecraft, the kids movie. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, look, yeah. we found like a baby Cthulhu. Yeah. See how cute and adorable it is and not creepy at all. Yeah, it's sure it's an elder god that its cry um, causes people's ears to bleed. But I mean, what's it gonna do later when it grows up? Murder everyone? Yeah, but see, <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, interesting. I guess. Uh, I mean, Netflix, you never even thought of that, did yeah, you? Yeah, Netflix doing what they do. You know, I before we end this, I will say. I want to give it up to uh, HBO Max for being pretty fucking solid with like their original content. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I saw that one Seth Rogen movie. Oh, is that good? Yeah, uh-huh. it was. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, but like it was honestly worth watching. It's kind okay. of funny, you know, silly. Um, you know, they have some of their their TV shows, even though it is very limited right now. Yeah. It's still, it's like. It's great content where it looks awesome. And one that I'm actually really surprised on they're doing and it actually looks really good is like, uh, fuck, I can't remember the name, but it's about that road trip. The girl, she gets pregnant and the closest place she could get an abortion is like in New Mexico. So her and um, it's like one of the girls from Euphoria. They like they're old friends and they're like reconnecting and stuff like that. And yeah, it honestly like watching, I was like, this movie looks like it's going to be really fucking good. And it is an HBO original. Hmm. And I don't know. I just, I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you know what? I get it. They're brand new. And you know, it's not with so much stuff coming out. We talked about this. People are going to be, Picking and choosing and oh, like, oh, I'll just get rid of my Netflix for a couple of months because I'm not going to watch it. But honestly, like I tend to find myself at least scrolling through HBO every once in a while just to see like, oh, maybe I want to watch this or maybe I want to watch that or oh, let me see if uh, they have new the if they have a if they have the new uh, adventure time thing because that hasn't started yet. It right? started, but it's like they it did one episode. Oh, and that was, was it. Like it was like an early release episode, and I, then like they're waiting fucking. To I guess. So I've been waiting and waiting, and waiting. But yeah, I mean, and then they got search party for their new season, or I don't know how long it's gonna go. But I don't know. I just really, I think they're doing really good, and makes sense too because it is HBO. But what really makes it exciting is knowing some of the stuff that's come, going to be coming to HBO and some of the stuff that could get optioned to HBO, like we talked about. Now there's a whole, there's a, there's an opportunity for a creator who says, oh, I don't want to do a regular HBO story. I, I want something, you know, I could do like online or something, right? Or yeah, yeah. maybe maybe someone has like a, like an off movie they want to do and instead of trying to find, you know, small company to do it through and have like a limited release, whatever. 
it's like, hey, now Netflix isn't the only place I could go to or Amazon is the only place I could go to. Now there's HBO and it still looks fucking awesome. Could be entertaining. I don't know. I just honestly like if anyone's wondering and they're like, oh, I'm not going to pay for that, whatever. Try it out because I'm way more shocked on like how much I actually thought like compared to already having what HBO now or HBO go, whatever already having that. It's like, whatever. I do it. I'll, I'll watch some things on there every once in a while to now. It's like, no, it, it is. It's different. Like it is different. So whatever that means now good for Netflix, I guess, but also good for HBO. Max. Police came across another grisly murder scene last Ooh, night. Wait, I want to hear that. The walls covered in satanic symbols. Another gruesome ritualistic murder claimed the lives of six people last night following a heavy metal concert that local religious groups were protesting. <laughs> this is supposed to scare other people, not us. So you ready for Soldiers of Satan? Let's go. <laughs> Cheers to a night that we're going to remember for years to come. Here, here. My brothers and sisters, the evil that is heavy metal rock music is unwavering in its goal to corrupt our children's souls. Girls, be careful now. There's a lot of evil out there. You don't think we can fend for ourselves? Do you want to have a threesome with us? How many more children must die in Satan's name? Jesus, Mary and Joseph. It is not too late. Join me in this fight. Incinerate these demons and send them back to hell. Hey, I, I know you. I'm the wrath of God. Why are the police here? Good riddance. We Summon the Darkness is a 2019 American horror thriller film directed by Mark Myers and written by Alan Teresa. In Indiana, July 1988, Alexis Butler and her two friends Val and Bev are driving to a heavy metal show when a milkshake is thrown from a blue van onto their windshield. Once they get to the concert, they find the same blue van, and Val throws a firecracker into it, causing the three boys inside to climb out. Ivan owns the van, and his buddies Kovacs and Mark, who is said to be leaving for Los Angeles soon, are interested in the girls. After the show, Alexis invites the boys to her father's empty mansion. Bev and Mark seem to like each other, yet Bev seems to almost avoid him. As they play a game of Never Have I Ever, the girls drug the boys' drinks and reveal they are going to murder them and make it look like a satanic cult killing. The Daughters of the Dawn, the church the girls are a part of, has murdered 18 other people in the same way in order to create fear and send more people to their religion. Alexis is shown to be the most insane and stabs Ivan after he criticizes her religious beliefs in Christ 
and he bleeds to death. Mark and Kovacs briefly escape, and the two boys hide in a pantry. Susan, Alexis's soon-to-be ex-stepmother, comes home to retrieve a passport and reveals she has called the police because she saw the strange blue van and the house lights on. Susan then discovers Ivan's body and Alexis stabs her to death. A police officer arrives and becomes suspicious, so Alexis runs from him and back into the house where he chases her, gun raised. The officer finds the injured Kovacs and Mark who pleads for help, but Val sneaks up on him, takes his gun, and shoots him, killing him. Alexis and Val fight over the gun, and Bev appears threatening her friends with the electric outboard trolling motor. Val and Alexis tell Bev they are doing the Lord's work, but Bev declares that she will let Mark and Kovacs go. Bev tries to help Mark and Kovacs, the latter who is bleeding out and won't last much longer unless he gets to the hospital. Alexis has the car keys, so Mark goes after her to retrieve them. When Kovacs sees car lights, he goes outside struggling to walk to find John Henry Butler, Alexis's father, and the pastor of the Daughters of the Dawn. Mark gets the keys, but Alexis attacks him and they fight. Val attacks Bev and she tries to kill her, but Bev lights Val on fire, her hair being full of hairspray. Butler attacks Kovacs off-screen and he makes it back into the house where Bev finds him. Just before Kovacs dies, he tells Bev to save Mark. Butler shoots Mark as he's strangling Alexis. He then berates his daughter for doing a terrible job, murdering and covering it up. He tells Alexis they have to make some sacrifices to get out of the predicament she has caused and attempts to strangle her to death when Bev comes up behind him and knocks him out. Alexis is over the top crazy and Bev throws her out of the window in a dramatic and exaggerated fashion. Mark is still alive and he drives away with Bev only to find Alexis standing in the road. Off-camera, Ben runs Alexis over. Butler is still alive, and he makes himself into a victim, claiming that Alexis was led astray and joined a satanic cult. Bev and Mark leave town together. We Summon the Darkness. A movie that was lied to me about... Saying, hey, you want to see a movie about Merciful Fate? And I was like, yeah. And then it's like, hey, where are you going? I thought we were going to show more Merciful Fate. Why are we showing these hot girls trying to kill these white guys? I don't care about that. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess for what we got was pretty cool. Um, the little uh, twist it wasn't like out of nowhere but it was fun um i know m night shamla would hate it he's like it's too obvious yeah that's how you do a twist have you, have you ever seen um the happening huh have you ever seen um after earth was that is that his and then have you never seen unbreakable ridiculous no but uh uh, what'd you thought? What'd you think what, about it? What Dom? I thought? What did I? What'd you thought? <laughs> what you done, Dot? What done you done, Dot? Um, I liked it. I thought it was um a pretty good little like movie. Like, I uh, I think I at first I was like, oh, like yeah, maybe they are into all the stuff. But then when the twist came, I was like, 
okay, um, I think I, I think I knew that was coming, but it was still pretty good. I like the way that they, they pulled it off. It was like, it was still pretty good. Um, I like the, the characters. They feel pretty real, I guess, for like, at least for like being in like late 80s. Um, like they're not all like, hey, did you, hey, have you played with your Rubik's Cube lately? Snow? Like, ugh. I, I'm so into Dungeons and Dragons now. Oh, what? Like, but did you see Back to the Future yet? What? That's totally whack. I'm listening to, um, what's, I'm listening to Madonna's Material Girl. You know what I mean? Like where they could have thrown in like a bunch of like pop culture references. Because it's, it kind of felt like a, like now, like if you told me that it was set now, I was, I would be like, okay. That's what I thought it was at first. I honestly didn't really pay attention to like the time frame or anything until it, it fit though, right? Yeah, because right I thought they were just kind of dressed up to be like rock and roll, yeah. and then it's like, oh no, they're gonna go see this shit. I'll say, okay, now it makes more sense. I, but what I what I love is that it's like, oh, this is them being like, these are like caricature, like the everything that they're wearing is just like, see, this is what like. Devil worshippers who listen to rock and roll music. This is how they dress. See how disgusting and I am. See, see how you can see my breasts in this. See how disgusting I am. I'm so not chaste. I like how though. How even though they're like so, like goody goody, they still like smoke and drink, and it's like curse. Yeah, it's like and so, murder. Like so, yeah. Like where, where's the line? But they have to do the bad. In oh, order to... for 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 yeah. for Christ. Yeah, oh, so you okay. don't. I'm sorry. It's like you don't understand religion. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I like this movie. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, I was intrigued by it. It was like late last year. I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, that looked like it could be good. Yeah. Um. I thought it was going to, I, I kind of wish it was a little more like demonic, but I do like that they had to in a different kind of twist. Yeah. Like the, I, I, Cause I thought it was going to be more like, Oh, like, Oh, they, they like pretended to summon the like devil or something. And then, Oh my God, we actually opened the gates of hell. But I like that they threw the twist is like, Oh, they're actually, they're focused on like the satanic panic. Yeah. Yeah, that no, yeah, like see, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it could have been, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it it would have been cool to have more Johnny Knoxville in there. I genuinely like him as an actor. Uh, yeah, I've watched a ton of his movies, and people are like, no, and it's like, yeah, I don't, like something about like his look and his demeanor and everything. Like, it's. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we grew up with Jackass, but Maybe. I just enjoy him. Be- especially like he had well, he has one movie with Jackie Chan. It's kind of like their version of uh of like uh what do what you call movie? it? I don't remember the name. It came out a couple of years ago. But like I've always enjoyed him in movies. And it would have been cool to see more of it and maybe we might, who knows. I mean, the two people survived, yeah. but the cult's still there. Yeah. So that's true. So who knows? Like I, I don't know. I honestly, I, I really liked it. Um, I wish there was a lot more metal into it. Yeah, 
but you know what? it kind of reminded me like of a very light version of green room where they like <laughs> yeah. they're trapped in this one location they're like how yeah. the fuck are we gonna get out of here not as serious not as like, serious <laughs> where you're like oh fuck this is fucked up yeah it's more of like oh this is kind of this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is I this is a fun I like. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean if we're talking about just like a overall good movie, I think we we brought this up too where a lot of times I feel like people and this is obviously where I started the podcast, but people will want to judge a movie till it's black and blue and they're like, "See, this is all the good or this is all the bad reasons why it's not good." And then some people think, "Well, you know what? It wasn't um, it's yeah, not this yeah. like big yeah, it, budget comedy. It wasn't a movie. Paul Thomas Anderson presents. Yeah, a Daniel Day Lewis film. Yeah. It, oh, because like the budget's not big, and oh, they didn't have this super famous actor in it. Yeah, like they just you got, could skip it. They just got um, Jugs to be in it. Yeah. So like uh, you could skip it. It's like no, it's a fucking fun movie. I know there's better movies out there, and. I mean, if that's all you, if you want to watch the Criterion Collection only, then do so. Yeah, but they if have you're a just, whole um, streaming site for that. Yeah, but if you're someone who just fucking loves movies, and yeah. you're like, hey, I want to watch something kind of fun and a little bit quirky, like this, this has it. Yeah. it has it has hot babes, mm-hmm. right? It has sick rides. Yeah, and it has heavy fucking metal. Mm-hmm. I mean, what more do you want? I mean, I wish, like I said, wish there was more metal. Yeah. I wish one of the guys was like one of those like super 80 metals guy who's like, yeah, dude, I fucking, you fucking hear fucking Solstice, dude? Like their new band, like brand new. It's like, no, they're not. Oh, but it's the 80s. It would be new. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I genuinely really liked it. I, I if they were to give me a second one, I'd be intrigued. I'd want to watch it. I mean, if you're asking me what I wanted from this movie, yeah, I'm saying I want some hot babes and some heavy metal, a little bit of murder, and that's exactly what I got. Exactly. So, I think it's worth watching it. I definitely give it two thumbs up. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I love to see what comes out of the camp later on, or. Like I said, if this is a movie that maybe, you know, can do fairly well, then who knows? Maybe we'll get a, a part two and, oh, now they're they're getting hunted, right? Well, maybe. Or maybe maybe the, the cult actually starts believing in the devil so much. Well, if they're Christian, they have to believe in the devil. Well, I mean, like, swayed by the devil. Maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. Good movie. Backed hard. Uh, where is it streaming at? Netflix. Netflix, yeah. If you got Netflix, check it out. I mean, it's worth the watch. So one thing I love that Disney Plus gave us, um, aside from you know all the Disney movies that we got, all the Star Wars movie we we get to watch, all the Marvel, every every like besides all that, right? One thing that I love that we're able to do now and go back, because recently I watched um, a couple of like reviews of a couple of these movies, and I was like, you know what? It was such a special time to grow up in like the 
late nineties, early two thousands and, and get to experience these. But do you, you remember, um, DCOMs, right? Disney, the Disney channel, original movies and how I, I think for people like, uh, like us who grew up during this particular time, like these are like, our like, Oh, like I, I, I don't remember watching all of them, but I do remember there were certain ones that always stick even to now that stick out. And cause somebody, um, that one brutal moose guy, he just recently reviewed Xenon and I was like, Oh man. And you, and you just go back and you're like, man, it's, it's so, it's so cheesy, but like in the most like perfect way that it's like, man, yeah, it just encapsulates like the nineties and like, it's like the epitome of like 99. I'm not going to run through every single one, but like I'm going to pick out a few. But um, the first one was Under Wraps. You remember Under Wraps? Like the three kids, they they go to that one house and they like wake the mummy and then they have to get him like to the museum. I don't remember Your Lucky Dog. That was the second one, but I do remember Brink. Brink was the best. And then Halloween Town, obviously. And Xenon Girl, the 21st century. 13th year, remember? Where he turns into a a merman, I guess. A a merteen? A mer, yeah. Um, Smart House. Smart House is my favorite. I love Smart House. I mean, it has Katie Seagull in it, so obviously. (laughs) So I was like, wait. I remember being a kid, I'm like, wait. So could you fuck that house? Well, no, because remember at the end, they, they he couldn't. That's the whole point is that she couldn't touch them. But I get. Oh, but, but I'm no. I'm oh, not saying mean, they're holograms. <laughs> oh wait, you didn't say hologram. Man, I'm saying the house. <laughs> I mean, well, you are inside of it already. Uh, Johnny Tsunami. Classic. That one. That one's. I love Johnny Tsunami. Um, I remember. Uh, oh, don't look under the bed. That's a good. I love. That's like one of my favorite ones. Miracle in Lane Two, isn't that the one? Uh, yeah, that's the one with Frankie Muniz. Remember, he's in like the oh, wheelchair. Oh yeah, that's a Disney. Yeah. Oh shit. Mom's got a date with the vampire. Phantom of the Megaplex. Uh, Xenon the sequel. Uh oh, the the luck of the Irish. Where the guy finds out he's a... It's literally the 13th year, but it's like he finds out he's a leprechaun. Oh, a leprechaun. Oh, what was motocross? That sounds familiar. Is that the girl? Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Oh, it's a loose adaption of Twelfth Night. Yeah, because she substitutes for her brother, right? Yeah. In the race. Yeah, oh, that that was a pretty good one. I I haven't thought of that one forever. I never watched these ones, but, uh, like, Cadet Kelly. Yeah. Two of, two of the mega babes. I never, I never one, watched that one. In one movie, Dom? I, well, Disney mega babes in one movie? You kidding me? I remember uh, True Confessions. That movie was always. Is that like me. True Lies? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, that's funny. But the Disney version? Yeah. No, I remember it's the one where Shia LaBeouf plays the um, developmentally delayed due to oxygen deprived at birth kid. That that one always there's there's a part in there where I think he gets lost in the library or something, and that part always made me sad because it's like it kind of reminded me of my my brother a little bit. <laughs> Get a clue. Oh yeah. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan. 
Oh, the Even Stevens movie? Classic. <sighs> this one I always hate. Not Even Stevens, the one after it. Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff. I always hated that movie. Well, it's stupid because he leaves his team for to go do the cookoff, right? And it's the championship game. And then he, in the middle of the cookoff, when he's about to win, he decides, oh, I got to go help my friends. So he leaves the cookoff and loses that, only to come back to the game. He doesn't win the game for them. Like, they end up winning without him. So it's like, he for me, he was a double loser because he lost there and he didn't even win there. Loser. 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 Um, full Court Miracle. I don't I, I remember I remember this one, but I don't remember like watching it. This is getting like on to where it's like, uh like the Cheetah Girls movie. Z Xenon Z three. I don't know if I've seen that one. Have you seen that one? Hell yeah, I did. Now you see it? Was uh was Susie Q a part of that? No, uh-uh. Where did that come from? Was that just Actually, a regular movie? You know what? Hold on, let me... Because I always thought... I always remember Disney when I thought of that movie. And um, what's her name? The Pink Ranger chick? Yes. She was so God, fucking hot. You know, honestly, I, I have to completely agree with you on that one because I... I loved watching that movie just just because of her. Yeah, I just remember oh like even God. even just, thinking about it right now, she was so hot. Oh in that my movie. God, yes. Which I, is weird because she's uh, dead, right? Yes. Well, not in real life. <laughs> no. <but laughs> God, maybe that's why we're fucked up because we saw this. No, but dead shit. You're, actually, you're, you're right. You're 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 like half right. So, um, they have um Disney Channel premiere films that were. What like what that's what it was called before Disney Channel original movies up until ninety seven mm-hmm. and Suzy Q was part of that. And another one that was a part of it is, is this the one I'm thinking? Yes, Wish Upon a Star. It has um Catherine Heigl and Daniel Harris. Oh and yeah. And that was one that I remember watching as a kid because as a kid, like I didn't even know I didn't realize it was Catherine Heigl. Yeah. But I always liked her. But also like yeah, I I remember Daniel Harris from um, the Halloweens. I always I've always loved Daniel Harris too. But yeah, oh my god, I love Suzy Q. I I wish I could. That's not on. Is that on Disney? I don't what know. Is? I just re- I remember that was that time when, I mean, well, it was. I guess it was after because. But I, I remember there was a time where there was things on Disney that I don't really think are like Disney stuff, but they aired them anyways. Yeah. And so there was a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, it's this, but it was really like a ABC show or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we start getting into like the later half of the two thousands, and it's like High School Musical, and yeah, I completely fell off after that. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior, Cheetah Girls, too. <laughs> um, Camp Rock, and then it's like Princess yeah, Protection Program, and. That whole new wizards, wizards, uh, yeah, and things like that. Although, I actually seen that wizards movie though. Is it good? Yeah, because that cause wizards of Waverly Place. My, I think my little sister really liked watching that, and it it was one of those ones where like I was too old to be like super into it, but I enjoyed like the dumb humor of it. Yeah, and I mean, like like I said, uh, with. Uh, 
Selena Gomez, she like she always just had like that it factor. So she was always kind of entertaining to watch, anyways. Well, and then it's like 2011's when, because I know uh, my brother was watched like not he wasn't into like all of it, but like uh, like Lemonade Mouth. I watched that one. That one's pretty good. Yeah, but it, I, I remember you said that, and I was like, "What a loser!" Then I watched it. I'm like, eh, "It's pretty entertaining." Like it's not great, but it's like it's it, yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, or also they had Phineas and Ferb movie. That's not, that's pretty good. I like that one. And then Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas. I watched that because, well, Good Luck Charlie was actually pretty good. Uh, I actually like that show. Is that the one, the dad? He's the guy from um, yes. Robert Hood, Man of Tights? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, and then it just starts getting into, like, all these ones that I, I have no, I've never seen any of these. But, I mean, I love DCOM movies. I some of them are cheesy some of them are like really good a lot of them just like it makes me think of like man i I remember being like a kid and watching these and but no yeah i mean when you think about it yeah a lot of them were you know they're kind of like our our movies in a way you know and that's funny to say because we're two people who grew up Watching rated R movies way before our time. Yeah. We were, I'm pretty sure we had a few years after watching those movies where we would go and we're like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) But like, I mean, I guess that's what Disney's good at, right? That's true. They're good at making like those cheesy, like feel good movies that it's like, ah, ah, like Frankie Mini is, oh, you're in a wheelchair. Oh uh, yeah, but he still oh he still wins at the end, and then uh, uh Shia LaBeouf he's not too smart, but hey her she makes this great documentary about him. But yeah, they're good, especially with taking their stars and be like, hey, let's let's do a movie for you. That's true. Yeah, because like what they they did that with um one after another like Selena Gomez and then Demi Lovato and. Bridget Mendler and other oh Debbie Ryan and then others because I don't know anyone after that. Did Hannah Montana ever have a? She had an actual movie like a, I was gonna say, but she never had like a Disney. <coughs> no, she was too thing. big for um Disney just being a Disney Channel movie. That okay. makes sense. Because remember the third High School Musical actually was a movie movie. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't a just a decom. Which know. is weird to think that it's like oh decom decom. And then, if you never heard of High School Musical, all of a sudden there's a High School Musical 3, and you're like, what is this High School Musical 3? Where are the other two? Yeah. I'm lucky my sister wasn't into that, because I've seen parts <laughs> I know. of it, and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. I know. Me too. I'm so glad, like, Gabby's stuff. Yeah. I'd rather watch, was it Camp Rock, than this bullshit. But, yeah, I don't know. I, when you, Yeah, when you really think about it, it's kind of crazy, because these movies aren't, they're not... They're not good for being like great pieces of cinema. No, but they were. They're just like good, like nostalgia. Yeah, like I've I've watched the Xenon movies after. Like I, I want to say, fuck, I don't know, two years, maybe three years ago now. Um, Disney did a whole like from the beginning to till now, where they did all their movies. And oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and me and my sister watched some of them, and it's like. Yeah, it's dumb, but like, I mean, 
the idea of having a house that could do all this stuff for you is like fucking awesome. I mean, we're pretty much there now. Yeah. Man, if you could just program like whoever's voice you want. Like uh who is it who's it? Is it Katie Seagull? Yeah. Yeah. But back then we we're just like, what we can make like our own chocolate shakes whenever we want. Wait, cool. the door will shut by itself. That's not that's not how that works. You can you can talk to people on a screen and like they'll talk to you back. <laughs> that's science fiction. Yeah, I I don't know. I honestly, bravo to them. Like just hearing some of those movies and just, yeah, kind of going go, going back in your little your little uh, time machine. Like it, honestly, it because it is like your own little time machine. Yeah. And like, oh, I remember that. Or, oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember watching this. Or, oh, yeah, I always love watching this movie. And it's funny, too, because some of these movies, especially back then, we watched multiple times because we didn't always have recorders to be like, oh, record this, record this. It was like, oh, shit, this is on again? Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's cool when you think about that shit, right? How these movies are... Today, if you were to make a movie like some of these ones, if you were to make a Brink today, it'd be so fucking corny and stupid. Yeah. But back then, you're just like, yeah, fuck those guys. Like, you're you're doing it because you have heart, yeah. not because you want to be sponsored and yeah. make a bunch of money. And, and then remember, he gets he goes with those guys. Like and you. And then he takes. And then they. He's like, no, I'm not doing it because of that. I want to go with my friends. And they get sponsored by that um, pet cleaning company or whatever. Well, see, nostalgia. And I honestly, I don't think liking those for like nostalgic reasons are bad either. Oh no, uh-uh. because it's not like we're saying like this is. See, this is how Disney should make all the movies today. Because this this was cinematic pieces back in. It's, <laughs> no. no, it's not. We know it's not. But they're fun for what they were. Yeah. And I, I I think it's pretty cool, honestly. I would actually go and rewatch some of those movies now. Even if I probably know they're going to be horrible. Yeah. Like, when you watch Xenon, you're like, Xenon's penis just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> but but then again, it's like, you got out of it, like, Xenon's <laughs> penis. And it's like, but just, I love how their, their, that movie's portrayal of the future is, is like, I just wish that came true because it's ridiculous. <sighs> yeah, we're we're trying to fight a global pandemic, and we have the World Wide Web to show us what everyone's doing to see how this all works. And your fucking country's like, no, that's fake news. Every other country, fake news. They're they're lying about their numbers. We're not. I mean. I do say we are lying about our numbers, but like in a way that would mean that I'm right. No, no that hurts my head. What did you say? I, you're not making any sense. Yeah, but whatever. It, do they still make Disney Channel? I'm you pretty sure they do. I think they, yeah, uh, says up till today. Um, so the last one came out. Um, July 31st, 2020, Upside Down Magic. Um, I assume I don't know what that's about. It's got people I don't know. 
Um, you know what's I, funny I though? I'll never be able to relate to them. But you know what's funny? Because I bet if we watched that movie, it'd be like 10 times better than the original movies we got now. Probably. Or back then. Probably. Like the cinematography. Like, like production be, yeah, value wise. It'd be way better. Oh, yeah. All the graphics would be better. But I can tell you better. this, it's probably like lamer. Oh, for sure. But, you know, it'll still, it's probably, it's honestly, it's probably a little bit more stomach, like you can stomach it a little bit better, but it doesn't have that pizzazz. Yeah. Like back in the day. You're telling me you'd rather watch Upside Down Magic rather than Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge. A little fun down memory lane. So if you guys are like us or if you're younger, check that shit out. I mean, you probably come from a different generation of that. So. Yeah, these Zoomers. Yeah. But either way. Uh,. I guess with that, we'll just say thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, please check us out on any of your favorite streaming services. If you want to go ahead and follow us on Instagram or Twitter, that's INTB underscore podcast. Uh, if you can email us directly at intbpodcast at gmail.com, you can let us know uh, what do you think about these original Disney movies that they play a part in your childhood or do you still think they fucking suck? I love them. But what about we summon darkness or the darkness? Did you hate it? Do you have something against Alexander Daddario? Cause I'll fight you about that. You know, what also is good in that movie that Johnny Knoxville guy. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's he, what's he in? Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, feel free to talk to us. You know, we're always down to talk. If it's a, a new subject or, you know, anything we brought up, you know, we're, we always like talking to people about this shit. Uh, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's more arguing and talking, but yeah. nonetheless, like, we love giving our two cents. You know, why not? Or 10. Yeah. Or 26 cents because we're in a global pandemic and we're running out of change. So we like to give exact change if need be change yeah but thank you for listening as always like i said we appreciate it so much but until then guys as always remember it's not that bad it's not that bad